Good morning, and welcome to A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart on News Talk 1400 WDWS. For over 60 years, East Central Illinois' daily gathering spot for conversation, dialogue, and ideas. You can join in on the phone, online, or via text. Our phone number is 217-356-9397. Email talk at WDWS.com. Or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Now, here's Brian Barnhart. Hey there, and good morning. Welcome to a Friday morning here in East Central Illinois, the 16th day of March, passing the uh, right about the halfway point of the month. Cooler today, as you heard, a high of 42 I'll be with you today. I will be off on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday next week. Going to go down to uh, spring training and see a couple of baseball games along the way for the next few days. And then back here next Thursday, Scott Beatty will be in the chair, the penny chair, on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of next week. Glad to be with you today. How are you doing? I saw a lot of basketball yesterday. That was a good part of my day as I enjoyed watching the NCAA tournament, which got underway yesterday. Not a ton of upsets, but I guess the the big local upset that we're following fairly closely is Loyola of Chicago. And the young man who started his career in Danville then went up to Chicago Simeon. It's the game winner for the Ramblers. Their first win in the NCAA tournament since they lost to Patrick Ewing and Georgetown way back in 1985. So good win for the Loyola Ramblers yesterday. Lots of other uh, action as well, NCAA tournament games. A lot of good games. Some games were lopsided as is usually the case, and a whole slew of games again today in the NCAA tournament. That's kind of the sports front. Also, we got word late uh, in the show yesterday about LaRon Black foregoing his final year of eligibility here at the University of Illinois. He's going to pursue a pro career, so we certainly will miss him. I thought he developed into a really, really good player by the end of his career at Illinois, but he's going to pursue a professional career, so Good luck to LaRon. And so now with Mark Smith uh, transferring and LaRon Black leaving, there's two big pieces the Illini have to put back in place in the future. Don't know if you saw Brad Underwood yesterday. He was on TV quite a bit on various channels. You have to kind of scan across the, the four different channels that the games are on. Uh, they I don't know how they mix and match the halftime shows with what game is on, but if you've got a remote, you can check it out, either uh, True TV or TBS or TNT or uh, usually on one of those three is when he's usually on with Seth Davis and some of the other crew members, so putting his uh, radio TV degree to use here uh, yesterday and today. Phone number today, 356-9397, is how you can join us on the phones. You can email us, talk at wdws.com. Text us, always get a lot of text that way on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 351-5357. Of course, had that tragic story of the pedestrian bridge that they were putting in place and there's different stories as to what happened there where they were tightening it or getting it ready to to solidify it and then it collapsed and i think at last count there were six people killed in that bridge interesting story in the background of that bridge and how they built it and what they were doing with it to put it in place and then getting it ready as part of an overall effort down there at florida international university but what a uh, tragedy that was that occurred yesterday afternoon so we'll talk about that a little bit. News from the University of Illinois, the uh, trustees meeting yesterday. So we'll talk about that some if, you, if we get a chance. And also uh, St. Patrick's Day tomorrow. I've got 15 things you may or may not know about St. Patrick's Day. You probably don't know about these. 
But we'll pass those along as the day continues here on this Friday. And we've got some other stories I've been able to get to in recent weeks, and uh, we'll try to sprinkle those in as we go along today as well. But really an open line, whatever's on your mind, if you want to talk about some of the national issues of the day, we can certainly do that, local issues in regards to the University of Illinois or Champaign or Urbana or anything else in this area. And, of course, the sports world, uh, any of that is welcome as well here today on A Penny for Your Thoughts. Hey, a call to action. The weather hopefully is going to get warm and stay warm. Spring is in the air, the market heating up. The uh, Starwald Group would like to offer you a free, no-obligation home evaluation, even if you're not thinking about moving. Stephen Pam Starwald, our group there at Keller Williams, our husband and wife team. Their number is 239-7156. And they also want to remind you, uh, as uh, you work on looking to uh, purchase a home possibly, that uh, Damian Fisher at Damian Spencer, excuse me, at Fisher National Bank, 1710 South Neal. He's worked with Stephen Pam Starwalt for 10 years. He's been in the mortgage lending business for over 20 years. And if you happen to be out looking for a home and you're not sure what you can be pre-approved for, Wondering what that process would be like. Uh, they can help you with that. He can, anyway, Damien at uh, Fisher National Bank today. You can find out how much you're pre-approved for, what you would uh, be looking at. Maybe you're downsizing. Maybe you're transitioning from one home to another. Whatever the case may be, uh, with the help of Damien at Fisher National Bank, Stephen Pam Starwalt, husband and wife team, can help with all of that. Their number is 239-7156. They'll get you in touch with Damien, get you fixed up for the weekend there. As far as that goes, they'll help you through the entire process but uh, damian spencer fisher national bank fisher national bank couple of locations actually uh, champagne muhammad and fisher but again 239-7156 and uh, that's the number to call to uh, get help from Stephen pam starwell our friends there and also damian from fisher national bank all right we'll take our opening break and we'll get it started here on an open line here on this friday glad you're with us three five six nine three nine seven you can text us, Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 3515-357, and you can email us, talk at wdws.com. Oh, the other story I wanted to mention, too, was the passing of Augie Garrido. Of course, was the baseball coach at Illinois, what, for three years, and had quite an impact. Was at Cal State Fullerton, came here, went back to Cal State Fullerton, and eventually to Texas, and just a terrific baseball coach. Any memories, thoughts of that time when he was here at Illinois? Feel free to pass those along today as well. We're at 9-11 and 27 degrees with you today on this Friday, just ahead of St. Patrick's Day tomorrow, and we'll come back with more. Penny for your thoughts as we get it started for a Friday after this. Back on Penny for your thoughts, 9-16 here on this Friday morning. So what's on your mind today? 356-9397. You can text us, Castle Heating and Cooling, text line 3515-357. And email us, talk at WDWS.com. If you have any expertise in the uh, world of building bridges, uh, you, maybe you can help us out with this. The authorities say an innovative pedestrian bridge that failed at Florida International University had been put to a stress test, and its cables were being tightened when it collapsed. Six people killed, ten injured when the 950-ton span pancaked into a six-lane road. This is down in Miami. The National Transportation Safety Board is investigating that cause. One factor may have been the stress test that Miami-Dade Mayor Carlos Jimenez said Cruz conducted earlier on Thursday. Senator Marco Rubio, meanwhile, tweeting that cables that suspended the bridge had loosened and were being tightened when it collapsed. And just interesting note on this, the pedestrian walkway that collapsed in Florida, killing multiple people, was the first of its kind instant bridge. 
which was built using a radical new approach known as accelerated construction. Installed this last Saturday, the 950-ton structure was erected in just a few hours under orders from the MCM Construction Management and Florida International University, where the bridge is located. The school's president had said uh, last weekend, said FIU's about building bridges and student safety. This project accomplishes our mission beautifully. Said we're filled with pride and satisfaction at seeing this engineering feat come to life. The walkway was supposed to link uh, FIU's Modesto campus to the Miami suburb of Sweetwater, where roughly 4,000 residents reside. They were to open up the entire bridge by early 2019. That piece measured 174 feet from end to end, was built using accelerated bridge construction, ABC methods, which are being advanced at FIU's Accelerated Bridge Construction University Transportation Center. The method of construction reduces the potential risk to workers, commuters, and pedestrians and minimizes traffic interruptions, the school said in a press release following Saturday's installation. So what I guess they they built it somewhere else and then we put it in place, and then I guess we're doing a stress test, and that's when it collapsed, apparently, from what I understand. So maybe those of you who are a little more uh, tuned in to all of that can help us out with some of that. Let's go to Ted here at the start of the show. Hi, Ted. Good morning. Good morning. Um, been around it all my life, bridges and wind farms and pipelines and whatnot. It's I'm not the engineer. You can have somebody from in the engineering for, uh, field, but it's prefab, built off-site, brought on-site. And from looking at the pictures on TV, they used a cable system. I'm sure there's a fancy name for the cable system that holds the structure up. And they said they were tightening the cables in the process of it collapsing. So evidently there was nothing holding it up. The cables weren't tight enough. And why they were allowing traffic underneath is beyond me. But the lawsuits will be flying. You know that. Yeah. So that just based on what I was reading there, I mean, is it like a new a new method for building no, bridges? No, no not at all. Yeah, wasn't bridge on the river quite used by a cable system? If I well, remember yeah. right from the movie, cables, cable systems have been around forever. That big yeah. bridge that goes across Tampa Bay is a. Um, for, the name is eluding me though. The cable system, um, it's a fancy name uh, that uh, you know holds the structure up. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, but I'm but I'm thinking more of the actual building. They said it was a first of its kind instant bridge. So I don't know prefab, what the, prefab build okay. off site. Yeah. Built off site, but they should be in bins. It was still under construction. That road should have been closed. Yeah, that's what it sounds you know, like. That they, should, they shouldn't have had anybody underneath. But there's lawsuits will be flying, rightfully so. And let's throw some politics in. How, how are they going to blame Trump? That's what I'm trying to figure <laughs> out. And are the kids going to walk out of school over this one? And we're going to outlaw bridges, but that's tongue in cheek, and it's a very sad situation. Yeah, it is. So thanks, Ted. Yep, appreciate the phone call, 356-9397. You can join us just like Ted did on the phones. You can text us, Castle Heating and Cooling, text line 3515357. So uh, the Pac-12, all three of their teams are gone from the tournament. UCLA's out, Arizona State's out, Arizona's gone. And uh, Buffalo, the team, this is uh, the Buffalo Bulls, not to be confused with the Buffalo Bills, the NFL team. I mean, they just routed them. It wasn't close. I and mean, once they got it out to 10 or 12, it was done. 
Let's go to the phone again. Alan is with us. Hi, Alan. Good morning. Morning, Brian. Uh, yeah, Arizona blew me out of the water last night. Uh, the Buffalo game, I mean, uh, man, they just look tremendous. Arizona had that get-in-the-headlight look there towards the end of the game, like what has happened. And Buffalo is uh, from the Buffalo's from the MAC. I had heard a couple people in the ESPN say, watch out for Buffalo. They're a very good team. Well, they were right. And so is Loyola. I picked Loyola to win. Yeah, I think a lot of people did. And I guess the young man what uh, that hit the shot is from Danville originally, huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess I must have missed the part but, uh, that you said Underwood was going to be on one of the shows. It's got to see him on TNT, I think it was, Mm-hmm. as an analyst. Yeah, what do so, th- you think? Well, I think it's good to have exposure, but it also tells people that you're not in the tournament, too. Yeah, it can kind of cut both ways, I guess. But, but I guess the Brian, in- you remember a few months ago when I asked you about Ron Black uh, since we knew he was going to graduate early that we might leave and go somewhere else, although we weren't thinking about pro. Yeah, and you kind of mentioned I don't think he's going anywhere. Well, how time do things? Yeah, no, I I think part of it had to do with the last month and a half he had of the year. I mean, I I don't know if he was ready professionally at the time we talked but uh well, he'll not play the nba well no no but I don't, I don't think so but i mean he's he's undersized for the nba and you know i mean there's a lot of things you got to do to you know to help him get in position to succeed but he i mean he developed his game i think to a point he could make some money oh he had a great uh drop back shot but as good as he is and he was our best player by far he is weak defensively and his rebounding wasn't always as good as I thought it should have been. I mean, there's, he's got eggs. He needs to really improve, and defense is really one of them. I don't know. I don't know if we're going to be able to recruit people enough to recover that loss for this year or not. The way yeah. I look at it now, I think we're another year away again. Well, unless they can find some guys, you know, that step up like a Trent Frazier did right away. Yeah, yeah. that's too many F's there. Yeah. Hey, all right. Thank you, Alan. Yep. Have a great weekend. Enjoy your weekend. 356-9397 is how you can join us on the phones here. And Charlie has done that. Good morning, Charlie. Good morning. How are you? I called about the bridge deal. Yes, yeah. Um, This is a combination of a lot of new technology. And um, actually, it's called Mm post-stress cable stayed bridge. And the reason it's an insta-bridge is because they built it alongside the boulevard over the last, I don't know, six months or so, and put it all together, and then they swung it around in an arc to to go to the other pier, you know, 175 feet away. Hmm. And if you see the artist rendition of the thing, it's got more superstructure above that doesn't exist yet in the one that fell down. And so apparently, when they say post-stressed cable, what you do is you build the thing, and then you tighten the nuts up on the cable, and that stresses the cable. We, You and I are old enough to remember pre-stressed concrete. Remember that? Yes. Okay, well, post-stressed means you build the thing, and then you tighten the nuts up on the cable. So they were doing that. That's the standard uh, construction method now. And apparently, they were stress testing it which generally means they were doubling the load or perceived load, and they can do that with cabling, right? 
mm-hmm. and and then it there's got deflection meters and all kinds of stuff on there to watch how much things and it just went bad but why they didn't i'm like the other guy why they didn't stop the traffic underneath i have no idea yeah because basically you're experimenting right to yeah see, yeah well it's like building a bridge and then putting a bunch of uh water cans out there to see if it's going to stay up there's a really famous picture if anybody wants to look it up it's of frank lloyd wright's uh mushroom column that he designed and invented the famous architect and they put it has like 10 feet of sandbags on the very top of one of these mushroom pedestals and now you'll see it is the column that you see all over in concrete construction parking garages and everything else you can trace that all the way back into the like 1925 or so to frank lloyd wright and they put i don't know 50 or 100 tons of sandbags on top of this pedestal to show people how strong it was. So it, it's a uh, it's an amazing thing, hmm. you know, all this construction. But boy, they should have taken the time to not have cars underneath it. Well, yeah, that seems to be the the, the thing that I that comes to my mind first is like, why isn't it like cornered off and let's test this first before we just yep, put it in place? They should have done that. Yeah. The instant part the instant part comes from the fact that they built it alongside the road all you know for months and then in in just a day or so and they stopped traffic for this obviously they swung the thing around so basically it stayed on the one pier and then they swung it around like a draw you know like a swing bridge you you know Mm -hmm. uh that gets out of the way for boat traffic they swung that one end around and then they tied it in and then they were just testing it and something went horribly wrong so is is what's new that they would build it right next to where they were going to put it? Is that yeah? Unusual? That's the insta part. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's, normally that's people haven't really been doing that yet. Okay. That's something that's, new. I'm just trying to figure out what's what's new about it or different about it. I guess from right post tensioning actually goes back to the Germans in 1935. They were doing it before we ever heard of it, and the whole um, he was mentioned the Skyway Bridge down in Tampa. Yes. That's one. And then there's that famous suspended highway in the um, um, mountains there in the Blue Ridge Parkway. And that's all post-stressed cantilevered out over nothing. Interesting. Pretty amazing. Yeah, that is. Hey, Charlie, thank you for listening. You bet. Have a great day. Thank you. One more call here before break. Nancy, hey, good morning. Good morning. How are you? How are you? I'm doing great. I'm great. I'm great. I'm calling. Um, I agree with uh, everyone about the uh, moving, stopping traffic, by the way. I, that was one of the first things I said. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. But anyway, I'm calling, changing the subject a little bit. Um, last night we saw the first uh, showing of the I Can Only Imagine movie that's out and uh, just opened last night. And I just wanted to encourage everyone maybe this weekend to go to the movie theater to see it. It is, um, it is a fabulous story. It's a family. It's great for the family, they, uh, mid to upper elementary, all the way to however old you are. It's a great movie. It's a true story about triumph over life, of, uh, a life of heartbreak, facing your fears to overcome through forgiveness believing and never giving up and it it is just an amazing movie probably one that i would really like to see again well that sounds great nancy so what's the name of it again 
I can only imagine. Can it's only... from a uh, song that has uh, was written. Um, I didn't look it up. I know that it was written in the '90s, I believe, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and it's been uh, it's won awards, and it's called "I Can Only Imagine." Is the name of the song by the group Mercy Me, mm. and uh, and it's, it's something I've heard the song, but I. I I, you know, you hear every song, but you never think about what's behind it. Mm. And there's a tremendous story behind that song. And wow. uh, this is what the movie is showing. And there's also a book out by the, the writer of the song. And um, there's uh, uh, Trace Adkins plays a part in it. Amy Grant is in it. And uh, so there's, uh, as well as um, other people that are part of the, the group and everything. So nope. it's a great story well it sounds great where'd you see it at the savoy savoy okay great and a small theater we were the first show it had all probably no more than 15 people and this is why i've really spent a lot of time texting my friends and saying spread the word because we need to really people need to see it and fill that theater this weekend hey nancy thank you for the call you're welcome have a great weekend you too. Bye-bye. We're at the bottom of the hour. Let me take a quick break, Ed. We'll come back. News headlines, Michael Kaiser, after this. A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart continues on News Talk 1400 WDWS. You can reach out to us on the phone at 217-356-9397. Email talk at WDWS.com or text on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line 217 351 Five three five seven. Welcome back to a Friday here on Penny for Your Thoughts. I'll be off Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, back next Thursday. Three five six nine three nine seven is how you can join us on the phones. Castle Heating and Cooling text line three five one five three five seven. Email us talk at WDWS.com. Hey, for 30 years, Big Mike Namoff, everybody knows him. He's been a huge presence in East Central Illinois. This is It Furniture, many charitable uh, products. He comes from an entrepreneurial family, the youngest of five brothers. He owns retail furniture stores throughout Central Illinois. Of course, he's had those uh, crazy TV commercials you've seen over the years with the downer, 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 and the onions and and all of that. Everybody knows Big Mike, but he's got This Is It Furniture, but recently joined up with a new store, called Snooze Luxury Mattress Shop. Big Mike will have those two stores. This is it, furniture and snooze under one large roof. You'll be able to take care of your furniture needs and mattress needs with This Is It Furniture. But now with Snooze, you'll find many luxury items, and they've got some fantastic ones, uh, like their lifestyle adjustable bed frames, carbon cool pillows. They've got the scented pillows. They've got travel pillows, by the way, if you're doing some traveling. You can check those out, but uh, have a free and easy analysis done by the Reveal Machine. Find out where your pressure points are and how firm or not your mattress should be. They can check all that out once you walk in the store. Because you look at a bunch a bunch of mattresses, you're like, well, I don't know which one to choose. I mean, they all look the same, but they're not the same. And you can uh, check it out with the pressure points and all of that with the Reveal Machine. This is it, Furniture and Snooze, Luxury Mattress Shop, now at Country Fair Shopping Center, Springfield and Mattis in Champaign. Don't want to grow up? Sorry, Toys R Us kids. The demise of Toys R Us will have a ripple effect on everything from toy makers to consumers to landlords. A 70-year-old retailer headed towards closing its U.S. operations, jeopardizing the jobs of some 30,000 employees. 
talked about this a little bit yesterday, but the closing of the company's 740 U.S. stores over the coming months. Of course, we have one in Champaign, too. Uh, finalize the downfall of the chain that succumbed to heavy debt and relentless trends. They say they're likely to bundle its Canadian business, about 200 stores, and find a buyer. The company's U.S. online store could still be running for the next couple of weeks in case there is a buyer for it. Toys R Us had about 60,000 full-time and part-time employees worldwide last year. And Toys R Us had dominated the toy store business in the 1980s and early 90s. It was one of the first of the what they call category killers, a store totally devoted to one thing. Its scale gave it leverage with toy sellers and disrupted general merchandise stores and mom-and-pop shops. Children sang along with the commercials about the biggest toy store there is. The company, though, over the years lost ground to discounters like Target and Walmart, and then to Amazon, as even nostalgic parents sought deals elsewhere. And they say a global data retail estimates nearly 14% of toy sales were made online in 2016, more than double the level five years ago. Toys R Us still has hundreds of stores. Analysts estimate it will still sell about 20% of the toys bought in the United States. So, anyway, I don't know if you have any thought about that, but uh, 3569397. Toys R Us is huge. I mean, they, we've got the store here, the Babies R Us. There's a lot of specialty stores like that, but just a big, big place that uh, you didn't think would ever go away, but here it is. They're having trouble. All right, we have a text in. We had, I can only imagine, play at my mom's funeral, talking about the uh, movie that's just out and then the song. It's an amazing song. Glad the movie lived up to it. That uh, text in from Bill today. Tom and Matt Toon text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line. The Kentucky freshmen might be just coming together at the right time. Go Big Blue. They had a fight on their hands with Davidson, though, yesterday. That was... Pretty interesting to watch. And then Benny says Steve Alford at UCLA needs to hit the recruiting trail hard. There's no excuse for that loss to St. Bonaventure. He said, I've been a Bruins fan since 1975. And he says, I don't care if I'm dating myself. <laughs> so those are some of the texts and emails that have come in here this morning. You can join us as well on any one of those uh, particular locations if you'd like to visit with us this morning. Again, an open line up until 11. Uh, the Big Ten, Purdue Boilermakers, 28-6 and six against Cal State Fullerton. That's at 11.40 today up in Detroit. If you're following the Big Ten in the tournament. Midwest Regional, number three, Michigan State against number four, Bucknell. That's at 6.10 tonight in Detroit. Both Purdue and Michigan State got to stay fairly close to home there in Detroit. Of course, Kansas State. Involved in the tournament this year. There's all kinds of stories. Xavier looking to make a run as the number one seed. Also, Georgia hiring Tom Crean. I don't know if you saw that. Georgia hiring the former Indiana coach Tom Crean as his coach, uh, capping a fast-paced search only five days after firing Mark Fox. Crean was 356, 231 in 18 years at Marquette in Indiana. Of course, was in the Final Four with Marquette. Took the Indiana program from the ashes of what was left there by Kelvin Sampson, who has his team in the tournament at Houston. Got an email from Robert. says, I would like the superintendent of Unit 4 schools, Susan Zola, Dr. Zola, to go on record about what the policy will be for there being no disciplinary action for groups of students who chose to walk out of school 
for a period of time in protest of something. For instance, a group that would like to protest against abortion or a group that would like to protest against the university banning the chief. How do you now have any kind of consistent policy other than tolerating these? If the next group to get organized and walk out in protest are disciplined for this, the superintendent and school board should be prepared to be sued for discrimination. Leadership just caved into a current cause, a tragic one, but nevertheless a cause. That email in from Robert this morning on the uh, WDWS uh, talk at WDWS.location. All right, let's go back to the phones. Good morning to Brian. You're on Penny. Good morning. Hi, how are you doing? How are you? Not too bad for an old guy. Hang it in there. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, I was just calling to see. I haven't seen it in a news gazette or heard about it anywhere in the media, but uh, a couple of weeks ago, South Africa passed a law calling for the seizure of all white-owned farms. In, so- in South Africa? Yeah, the oh. seizure of all white-owned owned farms, and uh, without any compensation, just seizing the farms. And plus, I think it also extends to any white-owned property, period. So what do you make of all that? I mean, they've they've had that long history, of course, with apartheid that was in the grain there for many, many years. Right, but uh, they caved in the pressure. They got rid of apartheid. They tried to coexist with blacks, but they're communist blacks, and you got to remember Mandela was a communist. Uh, and now the communists, the Af- African National Congress, which is a communist party, took back power, and uh, they're seizing property and... Not only that, but for the past several years, there's been a genocide, basically, of whites by the blacks. I, I can't remember the number, but it's been a thousands and thousands of white people being slaughtered by the blacks over there, and I don't see a thing about this in the media. Hmm. No, I haven't heard anything about that. So. Well, I, I yeah. would highly advise everybody research this, because it, it's literally a genocide going on right now in South Africa. The uh, Marxist blacks are slaughtering whites. It, it's horrible. And I've seen some of the pictures. Of the crime. It's, it's just atrocious what yeah. they're doing. They're even killing children, boiling them alive. They're doing all kinds of horrible stuff. I'm not going to go into detail. Hmm. But uh, it, it needs to be dealt with, and it needs to be stopped. And the, the international community and the media will not say a word about it. Hmm. So what, what can so, be done? I mean, if... If that's going on, if nobody's reporting it or nobody's seeing it or nobody's saying anything about it, then what what do you do? Well, Trump apparently said that he's not going to allow it to happen. I haven't heard anything else about it. But uh, I would honestly say if anybody needs to let refugees in, if any country we need to let refugees in from, I would say these people need it because they're not out there slaughtering or killing or hurting anybody else. They're the victims. And it's not like in Syria and Somalia and these other places where they're just Killing one another, and the con- and, and the people. See, here's the thing: the people from Syria, Somalia, all these people, they're either communists or Muslims, and they don't want to integrate into the country. They don't want to get. They they don't want to become part of it. And that's why when they come here, the crime rate just jumps up sky high wherever they settle at. Whereas these people, they're just victims. It's horrific. Hmm. And uh, if anybody should be allowed in as refugees, it should be these people. Okay. Well, I have to do a little reading up on that. I hadn't heard that. So. Yeah. Okay. And, and I don't mind if somebody comes in from Somalia or, or Syria or something like that. If they allow the Christians and Jews in, they, they won't. Obama really curtailed the influx of Christians and Jews and focused on letting Muslims in, period. All right. Hey, Brian, thank you for the call right. today. 
Okay, thank you. Have a great day. Back with more Penny for your thoughts. Your thoughts on any of those type of issues or if there's something else. You saw a great movie, as one of our callers, I think Nancy, mentioned earlier, if you saw that. That's why we do an open line. It's always fun growing up listening to this show with Larry and then Jim. But uh, where the show might go, you, you guys kind of drive it today. So we'll just uh, go be along for the ride up until 11 o'clock. Talk to you more after this timeout. Penny for your thoughts continues on this Friday. By the way, uh, Brian had called in about a story on South Africa. If you go to uh, Business Insider, if you just Google uh, South Africa land redistribution, uh, you can find several stories on it. So if you'd like to uh, do that, they had a similar situation, I guess, in Rhodesia, Zimbabwe now, uh, back a few years ago. But if you want to read about uh, what Brian was referring to, uh, feel free to do so. But Business Insider has it if you'd like to uh, go there and take a look at it. 356-9397 is how you can join us on the phones. You can text us, Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 3515357, or email us, talk at wdws.com. If there's any uh, game that typified the March madness, the excitement of the tournament, was that Loyola-Chicago game yesterday. don't know if you saw the end of that, but uh, the young man that uh, used to be from Danville went to Chicago Simeon, hit the the game-winning shot, so that was... Pretty cool to watch. Uh, look for a while there for the last couple of minutes. They weren't going to be able to quite pull it off, but that's what makes it uh, pretty fun to watch. Dante Ingram hitting that game-winning shot at the buzzer to beat Miami of Florida, a team that Illinois lost to in the tournament five years ago. Let's go back to the phones. Good morning to Ursula. Hi, how are you? How are you? Oh, I'm uh, fine. Uh, you know, uh, the utilities locally seem to be pruning uh, trees away from the power lines. And uh, every time they've done it, uh, you know, they've picked up the leavings, you know, the stuff they cut off the trees. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, I called Ameren, and they said the last time they'd been in my area was last year in October. So I haven't called anyone else because I don't think they're as, responsive exactly than Ameren is, but um, it presents the leavings of the trees leaves a problem for me. I have to hire someone that, you know, will take it away because I can't do it myself. And um, so uh, I'm just wondering if anybody else has had that same problem, uh, you know, where they just cut it. And I didn't even know they were out there because I don't get around that well. So, um, hmm. you know, maybe somebody will note. I don't know what is the law. Do they, you know, like the utilities hire out these uh, to other people? And I don't know if they, you know, are allowed to just leave it. Usually all the other years they've, you know, taken it away. So oh. maybe somebody would know. Well, that's a good question. You're sl- I, don't know, I don't know how that works. I um, So they just... Trimmed everything and then left it all there. Yeah. yeah. Really? So, huh. thank you. Okay. Very good. Bye. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Anybody help Ursula on that? 356 9397. That's how you can join us on the phones. Uh, news from the University of Illinois. The university required, or excuse me, online training programs about sexual harassment and misconduct may soon become mandatory for University of Illinois students. The university required by state and federal government to make the training available. And last year, almost 40,000 students took part, about 80% of new students and 
40% of returning ones. That's according to the executive director of the Office of University Ethics. The UI's uh, online program focusing on promoter grading aware- greater awareness and prevention of sexual misconduct in both educational and social settings. It supplements other programs offered during the course of the year on each of the three campuses, she told uh, U of I trustees during a presentation Wednesday. But the government doesn't mandate that students complete the training. U of I trustees asked administrators in January why there was no consequences for students who failed to take it. A trustee, Jill Smart, a former human resources executive, said on Wednesday she had checked with 11 other universities and all imposed some kind of penalty on students who didn't take part. In some cases, freshmen couldn't sign up for classes at orientation until they went through the training or their accounts were placed on hold for the following semester. U of I President Tim Colleen said the U of I did a larger study of its peer universities and found similar results. So that uh, story in the News Gazette today, if you'd like to check that out. Also, uh, the new Carl Illinois College of Medicine at the U of I extending admission offers to 32 students. The college received more than 1,000 applications from nearly all 50 states. Enrolled Carl Illinois students will begin their education July 2nd of this year. Officials hoping to cover the full cost of tuition for that first class. So that's some of the uh, news from the University of Illinois in the last couple of days. We will take a quick break, come back here before the top of the hour and get you ready for news. We've got more. I've got 15 things you may not know about St. Patrick's Day, which is, of course, tomorrow. We'll get into that here in the next hour as we close out the week back after this. All right, first hour of Penny for Your Thoughts in the books on this Friday. A lot of different topics. We've got the news coming up here at the top of the hour at 10 o'clock. And then more open line. We'll talk a little St. Patrick's Day here as it comes up tomorrow. But whatever else is on your mind, welcome on an open line today on this Friday. On WDWS at the Tone, it's 10 o'clock. Champaign-Urbana. It's the second hour of A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart on News Talk 1400 WDWS. You can reach out to us on the phone at 217-356-9397, email talk at WDWS.com, or text on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line 217-351-5357. Now, here's Brian Barnhart. day before St. Patrick's Day, tomorrow. we got to have a little music there, right? Just to get us in the mood. All right, 356-9397 is how you can join us. I have uh, several things you may or may not know about St. Patrick's Day. We'll get to kind of work our way through those during the course of the hour just for fun here as we wrap up the week. You can text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line. Some people have done that. Also, uh, different emails have come in along the way at talk at wdws.com. And I've got a, uh, you know, Rush has his stack of stuff. I always keep just little miscellaneous items around that I like to uh, try to work in from time to time and may not have all the time to do it. So 
with the open line going until 11 today. I may work some of those in as we go along as well. But uh, 15 things you might not know about St. Patrick's Day. A couple of them are kind of goofy. Uh, One is that there are no female leprechauns. Don't be fooled by any holiday decoration showing lady leprechauns. In traditional Irish folktales, there are no female leprechauns, only Natalie attired little guys. Little guys. All right, and this one also not that important, but it's just interesting, I guess. Another little-known fact from Irish lore, leprechauns earn that gold they're guarding. According to legend, leprechauns spend their days making and bending shoes. It's hard work, so don't blame them for being territorial about their pots of gold. So. I've got better ones than that, but those are just a couple there to get us started. Uh, hey, Joe, good morning. How are you this morning? Oh, good morning. Another day in paradise. Yeah. Brian, I want to talk a little politics. Um, last week, one of your callers named Bob called in, and he was upset about the people that he felt were gaming the system and receiving benefits that didn't deserve them. Um and that no politicians were standing up and taking a stand against it. Uh, I think he may not have known or didn't remember. Chapin Rose at one time introduced legislation trying to get pictures put on the link cards or snap cards, and uh, he was nearly crucified over there in Springfield by the Democrats because uh, they don't want any type of alteration to make it uh, more of a... uh, uh, a situation where they can be held accountable. Uh, they know very well that a lot of people will take, say, they get a $200 snap card or link card, and they'll sell it for $100 cash, and then they'll go and use that money for sometimes nefarious things. But uh, Chapin has, has stood up against that and tried to stand up against it, and it's not his fault. Uh, as a cop for 30 years, I can remember multiple occasions having to chase somebody six or eight blocks and then fight with them. And then when you're booking them in, you uh, ask them, do you work anywhere? And No, I'm on disability. What are you on disability for? I don't know. My mother got it for me. And uh, it just, uh, Bob's absolutely right. Something needs to be done about it. And a little bit later, Cindy called in and said that it wasn't that easy to get benefits, and she's right also because I had a very good friend who had COPD so bad. Uh, he lost his job. He lost his home. He lost everything. Uh, I let him live with me in, in a room in my basement uh, because he didn't have anywhere else to go. It took him four years to get his benefits instated uh, so he could uh, get medications and everything else, and it's... Uh, it's just uh, the state, I, I don't know what to say about it. It's just mm-hmm. uh, there needs to be some substantial revisions to things in this state especially. Yeah, well, and a lot of times in these cases it's, uh, you know, who has the political will to uh, to do it. It gets caught up in it, right? Well, yeah, you're absolutely right. But, again, you know, the state has been run by Democrats for years and years. It's just not like now with these gun laws. They're wanting to take and turn thousands of law-abiding citizens into criminal felons overnight by the stroke of a pen uh, because they didn't take the time to really sit down and think out these gun laws. It's all emotional reaction by the seat of their pants. And uh, it just, it's, it's so frustrating. And uh, I, uh, 
I knew politics was dirty, but I had no idea how absolute dirty it was until I got involved in two senatorial campaigns uh, a few years back. And I found out then that uh, it's uh, it's unbelievable things that go on. Yeah. Hey, Joe, thanks for your call. You're welcome. Have a great weekend. 356-9397. Open line today up until 11 o'clock. Crowds are uh, staking out, according to the Las Vegas Review-Journal, crowds starting staking out their seats at the Las Vegas Sportsbooks in the wee hours yesterday morning. This is for the tournament, of course. By 6.30 a.m., the 400-seat Westgate Sportsbook was packed at 8 a.m., an estimated throng of close to 1,500 filed into the Westgate Theater to watch and wager on the first day of the NCAA uh, tournament. Popular favorites Villanova, Kansas, and Duke covered double-digit spreads. Buzzer beaters, bad uh, beats, countless roars from the crowd for baskets made or missed in the final seconds, uh, seconds that affected the point spread. <laughs> I bet. Uh, let's go to uh, Dave. Hey, Dave, good morning. Hey, good morning, Brian. How are you? Good, sir. Hey, uh, I just been locally or uh, just recently moved back to the area, and I wanted to know if you've heard of any St. Patrick's Day celebrations. I know Dublin O'Neill's used to do something downtown. I looked in the Gazette this morning. I didn't really see anything there, and I was just wondering if the listeners or yourself have heard of anything. You know, I don't know. I know the um, I don't know the Dublin's. They've been doing the fish sandwich, the deluxe fish sandwiches for Lent uh, here the last few weeks, and I don't know. I, I assume they'd be doing something today, but um, but I don't know. That's a good question. Well, maybe some listeners can uh, call in and uh, yeah. maybe give us a few recommendations. That'd be great. Hey, thank you, Dave. We'll see what they say, okay? Okay, Brian. Thank you. Thank you. By the way, a uh, couple other facts about St. Patrick's Day. Uh, St. Patrick was British. <laughs> Although he made his mark by introducing Christianity to Ireland in the year 432, Patrick wasn't Irish himself. He was born to Roman parents in Scotland or Wales in the late 4th century things you may or may not know about St. Patrick's Day. And also, speaking of, um, let's see here, the Billy Goat Tavern. I don't know if you knew about this. The Goat is back. The Billy Goat Tavern's flagship Lower Michigan Avenue location will reopen today at 5. They'll serve green beer on Saturday for St. Patrick's Day. That's in Chicago. The historic home of the world-famous cheeseburger has been closed since January 2nd. To update infrastructure, including improvements to electrical plumbing and the vintage restrooms. Of course, it was immortalized by the Broken Cubs curse. John Belushi on Saturday Night Live and late Tribune columnist Mike Royko. First Billy Goat opened in 1934 by a Greek immigrant. 1964, the tavern moved to location. Plastic construction sheeting had shrouded the front windows for months. Originally, the reopening was planned for February. You can learn more at BillyGoatTavern.com. So they're scheduled to uh, reopen today, I guess, at 5. 1022 here at DWS. want to remind you, if you've had a collision, Gallo Miller Paint and Collision Repair, full-service collision repair facility. They know having a car accident is a serious matter. Choosing the best collision repair specialist is also very serious. Dave Miller and Bill Gallo, passionate about their business. They truly care about your vehicle. Just give them the keys to your vehicle. And they'll take care of everything. They've worked in the insurance business, ran body shops. They know all the ins and outs of what goes on. And they know what having uh, your car repaired, what a hassle that can be. Uh, a collision, re- let's face it, collision repair shop is the last place you want to be sitting in, right? I mean, come on. 
but they can make this uh, as painless as possible. Free estimates are always offered. South side of I-74 between Neal and Prospect exits. Visit Hiller.com. Got uh, John and Don ready to go. We'll get to you guys right after this break on Penny for Your Thoughts. Penny for Your Thoughts on a Friday, 356-9397. Scott Beatty will be in the chair uh, here Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I'll be back next Thursday. Got some good guests we're working on to line up here for the latter stages of March and into April. Have a lot of fun here as we work our way into springtime. 356-9397 things you should uh, may or may not know about St. Patrick's Day. I don't know if you should know them, but you may not. This one you probably know. Uh, Chicago feels lucky, too. New York may have more manpower, but Chicago has a spectacle. city's been celebrating St. Patrick by dumping green dye into the Chicago River since 1962. And how many tons of dye does it take to do that? Forty tons of dye to get the river to a suitably festive shade. We've been up there before during the course of tournaments or whatever, when St. Patrick's Day has fallen on when we've been up in Chicago to see them actually do that. So that's that's pretty cool. Let's go back to the phones. Uh, Don, good morning. Hey, good morning. Uh, I just wanted to, I'm just going to read off the top four here. I want to throw a little facts in the mix of the uh, death rate in America for 2018. This is only in the middle of March, remember, three and okay. a half months. The death rate in America, abortion. Over 137,000 so far. Tobacco, over 43,000 so far. Obesity, over 38,000 so far. Medical error, over 31,000 so far. Can You want to guess how many is murdered by guns so far? Uh, not nearly that many. <laughs> 1,300. Yeah. You know, uh, it's amazing. Uh, I can't say we don't care what 15- and 16-year-old thinks. But they don't have a say yet. We have laws against that. There's a reason they can't vote yet, because they're not mature enough. And uh, how can how can somebody that is not allowed to vote persuade or even change or recommend to do anything to the, my gun law? How does somebody, I mean, just think about that, you know? And over 137,000 abortions already in three months, over 137, and these people are, don't don't talk to me about killing kids. (laughs) You know, if you believe in abortion, it's just ridiculous. Well, that's the parallel a lot of people make. Hey, hey Don, thanks for the call. Thank you. Have a good day, man. You bet. Have a great weekend. Uh, Let's back to the phones. Good morning to John. Hey, good morning, Brian. The, the the thing that gets me is, I mean, you can have a gun collection, have a beautiful gun collection. That ain't, that ain't the problem. You know, I say it's not the gun that killed people. It's the idiot behind the gun. But the problem with society, we implement politics and laws and get it all screwed up. And you've got people out here willing to do crazy things like these idiots up north are here. Nobody's taking your guns. Nobody's taking your amendment right. But when you start talking that, somebody else takes the talking point, and it goes too far. These children do have a voice. They have a voice. Let them have a voice. You know, give them a voice. These are the next voters. These are the next parents. We have to turn this thing around in our country. There's no shop in schools. There's no home economics in school. 
there's nothing to give them a boundary say you got to get out and go to work everybody's waiting on a handout these kids do have a voice they have a voice give them that voice well when you think about it a lot of the protests that have been done over the years and whether you agree with the protests or not or the issue or not i mean who was protesting a lot during the vietnam war correct I mean, it was college students right a lot of a lot of younger people i guess maybe, maybe not maybe not yeah, maybe not 15 or 16 or civil rights movement or whatever, right? Uh, and, 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 and I will say, during the civil rights movement, as a black American, we talk about all the blacks that were killed. But you didn't see the statistics of the whites that were killed that were protecting blacks. The old saying tar and feather and all that. Give these children a voice. Don't take their voice away. That's the same problem we got right here in Champaign County when we're looking at this nursing home. Those people over there in that nursing home watch this country get mechanized. They watch this country turn around. We will not help this nursing home and take politics out of the nursing home, but we're willing to take politics into gun laws. It, it's crazy. It is crazy. Hey, John, thanks for your comments today. Take care. Have a great weekend. As uh, we've wished everybody here, as we uh, wish Carol Varell coming up here with the news headlines, she can have a good weekend, too. You too. Yeah, let me... Uh, Turn your mic on there. All right. Yeah. I wish you, you and you everyone okay? a happy Yeah, St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. yeah. Did Although, you hear all my little factoids about St. Patrick's Day? I miss them. Uh, we, we're still working on them. Oh, you're so, still working so your you, way down yeah, the list. Yeah, so you huh? still have a chance oh, to, good. to hear well, some. Good. So. <laughs> well, it sounds like the weather's going to clear up a little bit after tonight. Okay. A well, that's good. night, but... Better. Well, I'm going to be gone anyway, so it it can do what it wants. Oh, is that so? Is that does that mean you're going to warmer? I am going to warmer climates. Oh, yes, lucky for a you. few days anyway. <laughs> a couple of spring training games. Oh, I like very to do cool. that. So very cool. You going uh, to see my beloved cubbies? No, they're in Arizona. Yeah. Ed's going to do that. Oh. So. Oh. Not simultaneously, but. Well, he doesn't have a lot of time left. <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, the baseball season starts early this year. It does. At the very end of March. Yeah, I think the Cubs home opener is April 9th on Monday. Is that right? I believe so. Mm-hmm. Not sure, but I think. Are you going? I wish. Oh. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> got to work on that. Yeah. You got to know somebody. Yeah, right? I yeah. think so. Do you know someone, Brian? I, I know, <laughs> I, I know a couple people, but I don't know if I can help you. Uh, we're at uh, 10.33. Carol's got the news headlines coming up. Real quick, Swanson Roofing. Corey Swanson, a hands-on owner. He does. He works on almost every job with the crew. It's a truly family-owned business, Swanson Roofing, the roofing dog. Corey's a graduate from Rantoul and the University of Illinois. It's roofing dog crew comprised of roofing professionals certified in roof installation. They, uh, the crew members receive uh, full benefits, 401K, so they have incentive here to work hard and do a great job. And Swanson Roofing will help you with small repairs and help save your roof, even if they did not do your roof. They're happy to come out and fix any problems. So Swanson Roofing, the roofing dog, providing services in Champaign, Vermilion, Ford, and McLean counties. For a free estimate, call 217-355-7663. That's 217-355-ROOF. Or visit Swanson Roofing online, theroofingdog.com. All right, Carol Varell, news headlines up next on DWS. A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart continues on News Talk 1400 WDWS. As we head for the weekend, glad you're with us. Penny for Your Thoughts. Open line today as we cruise our way to the end of the week. 11 o'clock will be done. 
you have any comments or questions, we had a couple of questions earlier about when Ameren or the city or whoever is trimming up the trees around the power lines, they leave the, the limbs down. I think Ursula called us about that. If you have any help for her on that, any insight as to what goes on there, I guess she's been trying to get rid of those uh, those items that they trimmed. Had a question about that. Also a question about celebrations of St. Patrick's Day in Champaign or Urbana or the county, uh, if you know of any. Feel free to pass those along as well. We talked about the collapse of the bridge down in Miami in the first hour. Had some good uh, topic discussion on that. We've got an open line going to the top of the hour. Some facts you may not know about St. Patrick's Day. I'm just kind of picking my way through these as we go. There's a reason for the shamrocks. How did the shamrock become associated with St. Patrick? According to Irish legend, the saint used the three-leaf plant as a metaphor for the Holy Trinity when he was first introducing Christianity to Ireland. Also in Irish lore, St. Patrick gets credit for driving all the snakes out of Ireland. Modern scientists suggest, though, the job may not have been too hard. According to the fossil record, Ireland has never been home to any snakes. (laughs) Through the Ice Age, Ireland was too cold to host any reptiles, and the surrounding seas have staved off serpentine invaders ever since. Modern scholars think the snakes St. Patrick drove away were likely metaphorical. Okay, I don't know if you knew that or not. And it's the thought that counts. Not every city goes all out in its celebratory efforts. From 1999 to 2007, the Irish village of uh, Dripsy, I guess it would be, or Dripsy, proudly touted that it hosted the shortest St. Patrick's Day parade in the world. The route ran for 26 uh, 26 yards between two pubs. Today, Hot Springs, Arkansas claims the title for brevity. For St. Patrick's Day Parade, its brief parade runs for 98 feet. (laughs) I I don't know what you do with all this. I'm just passing it on. All right, let's go uh, back to the phones. Uh, Tiny, good morning. How are you, sir? Good morning. You had a little news flash here a while ago about our uh, illustrious chancellor, Mr. Jones. Yeah, I I heard that. Yeah, he... uh, he wants to uh, worry about getting rid of the chief, so that makes 99% of the Illini fans mad. He's going to satisfy 1% of the people. He, uh, We had uh, a strike. It lasted two weeks here. He was in South Africa. Now, I know he could have canceled that. That was a... I know full well, this 40,000 students depending on this guy, and he's in South Africa. Jim Colleen, I don't know where he was, out to, out to the mansion hiding under the bed, but he, he was gone. He was out of town also. And I just wanted to express my love for both of them. They're, they're both, both a couple of snowflakes. All this chancellor's ever did since the day he's got here is whine about the chief and he wasn't here 15 minutes and he said we need more blacks here so he they got him to now i don't know whether it ever happened or not he wanted a couple of million bucks to do that to hell with the rest of the people over here and the, the great university that they're running every day and it used to be for years and years when you had a problem on this station you could call a university professor and you could put in the bank what they said. Today, you can't have these snowflakes over here because they're liable to melt on the way over. 
there's nothing to them. They're absolutely, they, they preach nothing but liberalism. It leaks out of them like a leaky faucet. But this chancellor is absolutely, and why the board and the rest of the people over there, unless they're all like him, that used to be easy. You know, we had a, uh, what was her name, uh, Wise. Mm-hmm. Phyllis Wise, yeah. Great gal, great gal, great mm-hmm. chancellor. She had uh, she had ideas, and she worked on different ideas. Well, she was a, she was a lady that uh, started the, the thought on the medical school, wasn't she? That, yes, uh-huh. yep, she yeah. was instrumental in that. Yep. What does Jones do besides jump out of that Corvette at that parade and run like a two-day-old baby from the crowd and never, wouldn't allow the police to do nothing? Um, well. I'm glad that I'm in a good mood this morning, or I might have <laughs> said something worse. All right. Well, um, thank you, Tiny. Yes, sir. All right. We appreciate it. Well, the chancellor is is a, look. He's a good man. I've gotten to know him over the the years, and uh, my wife uh, through her work at the university, and um, he's a very sharp guy. I mean, if you if you hear his life story and all that he uh, has overcome and the work he's done, he was up in Minnesota for a long, long time. Uh, these guys do travel a lot, and if you're going to go to a South Africa or wherever China, I mean, you're not going to go for three days. Um, I can tell you that you're going to be gone for a couple of weeks, probably, uh, based on you know what I know about what they do on those trips and all the different things that they're involved with, all the meetings they have, and so forth. So, I mean, I just know a little bit about that in that regard, just because I'm fairly close to it. But uh, one of the things that came out of the story that that uh, Tiny was mentioning was uh, Chancellor Jones says he doesn't know where the conversations will lead or whether appearances by the chief at games would be stopped. I mean, uh, the, the cameo appearances have been, you know, just been showing up. Obviously, it's not uh, the traditional dance that we all got to know and the appearance by the chief that we all grew up with. But he, I guess the meeting on the chief and uh, ways the university can move on, according to uh, our news story that Carol was talking about in our newscast, will be held on April 10th. So... That's kind of what's going on with that, and that's all the things he's referring to as far as that goes. And, yes, Chancellor Wise was a uh, was a big part uh, of the talks uh, with the College of Medicine, the Carl College of Medicine. She was uh, very much involved in all of that as it, as it got started. We're at 1045 here on DWS. A couple of other notes about St. Patrick's Day. There's no corn in that beef, corned beef and cabbage. A traditional St. Patrick's Day staple doesn't have anything to do with the grain corn. Instead, it's a nod to the large grains of salt that were historically used to cure meats, also known as corns. Didn't know that. And the Irish take St. Patrick's Day seriously, as you might expect. St. Patrick's Day is a huge deal in his old stomping grounds. It's a national holiday in both Ireland and Northern Ireland. It's a big deal in New York. New York's St. Patrick's Day Parade, one of the world's largest parades since 1762. 250,000 marchers have marched up Fifth Avenue on foot. The parade in New York still doesn't allow floats, cars, or other modern trappings. 1046, back with more Penny for Your Thoughts in just a moment. Penny for your thoughts, 1050 here on this Friday. Hey, what's the best savings choice, a 401K or an individual retirement account? Well, 401K is an employer-sponsored retirement savings plan. You contribute to that plan via payroll deduction. Makes it easy to save for retirement. I do that. While it's a great start for planning your future, 401K might not be enough, though, to accumulate the savings you'll need. You can consider an individual retirement account, or IRA. 
The IRA offers specific tax benefits, two types of IRAs. I think a lot of people know this, but it's always good to review. Traditional IRAs allow your investment earnings to grow tax-deferred until withdrawn. Roth IRAs are taxed at the time of contribution, but earnings can be withdrawn tax-free. And with both traditional and Roth IRAs, you can open an account anytime and make annual contributions. If trying to decide between a traditional or Roth IRA, utilize the financial calculator in the resource center, Busey.com, or call 1-800-67-BUSEY, or visit any Busey location today for information. Text in on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 3515357. Matt says, caller John says, nobody's coming for your guns. If some of the laws in Springfield pass, they are, in fact, coming for your guns. If you own an AR-15 or under 21 years old and want to own a firearm, yes, they, in fact, are coming for your guns. And an email from Alice says, the chief offends people, and a few say we should do away with all signs of the chief. If the alma mater offends me because I cannot afford to attend the U of I, can it be removed from site two? Everyone needs to grow up, and if offended by something, you just avoid it or ignore it. That is from Alice. And um, <laughs> an email as we head for St. Patrick's Day. What is green, Irish, and lays out at the pool? Patty or furniture? Okay, that's from Michael. By the way, the uh, last item you may not know about St. Patrick's Day, he should, uh, we should really wear blue. St. Patrick himself would have to deal with pinching on his feast day. His color was St. Patrick's blue, a light shade. The color green only became associated with a big day after it was linked to the Irish independence movement in the late 18th century. Anyway, that uh, I thought that was pretty interesting. 10.52, we'll take another break, come back, and start to wrap it up for this week after this on Penny for Your Thoughts. I like that. Patio furniture. That's pretty good. Green Irish and lays out at the pool. All right, a couple of uh, final stories here in our final moments as we head for 11 o'clock and the uh, top of the hour. By the way, five years ago on this day, they had the Conservative Political Action Conference, I guess they call that CPAC, outside of Washington. And in the poll, unscientific presidential preference poll, at that event five years ago, the winner was Senator Rand Paul over Senator Marco Rubio. <laughs> Just shows you five years ago, here's where these two guys, and they were kind of the preference. Of course, there was, what, 15 or 20 of them that ran eventually in the Republican side of things. Also, a couple of other stories. Uh, Rhode Island lawmakers introducing a bill to flush outhouses out of the state. Providence Journal reports the bill is co-sponsored would require any outhouse existing as of January 2019 to be abandoned, filled up, and destroyed within one year. They say the bill was inspired by former Warwick residents who lived within smelling distance of their neighbor's outhouse. The proposed bill would have the State Department of Environmental Management enforce the ban. And those who refuse to comply could face up to a $1,000 fine. Outhouses used on the grounds of historical structures would be exempt. So that news was coming out of uh, Rhode Island. So there's a couple of things there to think about as we head for the weekend. Uh, 10.57. Again, I'll be off early next week, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Scott Beatty will be here in the penny chair. I'll have Monday morning quarterbacks. I think Bruce Knight's going to be a guest of his from the city of Champaign, among other things. We'll be talking about the primary election which is uh, coming up, thank goodness, right, on March 20th. 
so we can get through the primary and get ready for the general election. My guess is that the um, combatants will continue to talk about each other, I would assume, over the next several months in the election leading up to November. And, of course, with the midterms coming up in Congress uh, in Washington, D.C., everything there will be uh, busy as well, as you'll hear lots of talk about that. I'll be back on uh, Thursday. I have some good guests lined up in the weeks ahead. We'll be telling you about at the end of next week and into the month of April, so I think you're going to enjoy that. Also, I saw the Marching Illini are over in Ireland. Barry Hauser, there's some photos out there of his entire band unit there, the Marching Illini on the airplane headed to Ireland. Uh, they're going to be over there, and we'll try to, uh, one of the things we're going to try to do is get Barry Hauser on when they get back from Ireland at the end of next week, so we'll look forward to doing all of that uh, next week and when I'm back here on Thursday and Friday. Hope you have a great uh, St. Patrick's Day weekend. I had some folks asking about if there were any activities in town. Uh, I don't know if there are or not in regards. I know some restaurants do some different things. We've had the fish sandwiches, deluxe fish sandwiches going on at at times here in recent weeks. So that's been uh, part of the uh, celebration of different things. But anyway, that's uh, been ongoing. And, of course, uh, we had the uh, several good discussions about that bridge that collapsed in Miami earlier this morning in that first half hour. Pretty interesting to learn about that. So a lot of good topics on an open line, and those are what the open lines are good for, for going different directions and covering a lot of different topics along the way, and everything from the U of I to the bridge in Miami all covered today, as well as St. Patrick's Day, which is up tomorrow here on A Penny for Your Thoughts. So uh, that's going to wrap it up for me for this week. Watch those NCAA basketball games. We've got the Big Ten going today, Purdue and Michigan State up in Detroit. I think uh, Purdue plays the, one of the early games, so take a peek at that if you get a chance. Got the Saturday uh, sports talk coming up tomorrow. Got Illini baseball over the weekend, so lots to get to here as we move into the weekend. Have a great weekend, everybody. I'm Brian Barnhart. Thanks for being with us. WDWS, Champaign-Urbana.